The selling beats versus placements thing. This how it's going to, man. I hate to say this. Especially if you DJing in a popping club. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? This music business is work, 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 work. Big check. Uh, Gucci's rapping on your track right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Producer Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CEO Dylan. Co-host, Letter L in the building as usual. What's good, fam? How you feeling after the trip, bro? Feeling good, bro. Man, listen, I was checking out the uh, the, the Instagram stories and stuff, man. Y'all had a lot of a lot of pounds out there, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. All there lit, so you know. Yeah, but you had to leave it out there, right? LA's a good vibe, though. Hell of a vibe, man. Looked like fun, but I was glad to stay back and uh, get some work done at the office, get a little rest. Yeah, you know we always need the home team, you know, holding the office down. But we got the whole team back together. It's podcast time, man. We got one of the hottest young producers in the trap sitting next to me right now. This man has worked with Young Thug, Lil Baby, Offset, YSL Gunna, Young Dolph, Cap G, Lil Yachty, 21 Savage, Young Nudie, Lil Uzi Vert, Uno the Activist, and Shot the God. Please welcome into the show Turbo. Right back, Turbo. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us, bro. Yeah, thank y'all for having me for sure. Oh, you already know. Appreciate it, man. I'm a, I'm a huge fan, bro. And I ain't gonna lie, man. I kind of just became a fan. I was late, but um, I was up on uh, the new Gunner, man. Yeah. Y'all really feeling that shit, bro, man. For sure. For sure. I appreciate it. So we definitely excited to um, kind of get into it and learn a little bit about your process, man. But um, for people who aren't familiar with your story, how did you get your start? Um, well, I started off engineering. Um, I was working mainly um, just like moving around with like a lot of local artists when I was young, maybe like 14, 15 years old. Yeah. I was... Um, how do you now? 23 now. Okay. So I started young, like in my mom's basement, just like whoever wanted to rap, I'll engineer you. I might give you a beat, you know, Excellent. like $20, come on with it, like all day, every day. What was you using back then? Uh, Adobe. Adobe mm -hmm. Audition. I was, mm -hmm. I was recording on Adobe. I didn't even know that you could make beats on Adobe back then. I was using it just for recording. And then we scammed Pro Tools somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest shit to do in the world. So we, we scammed Pro Tools and I was on like Pro Tools LE. Uh -huh. Like when I first started out, not crush that I was going crazy with that. Then we finally got like the other ones and just started moving up. But um, I started off engineering and um, I met Shad. I met Shad the God and we kind of just started moving around. He kind of like was the first person that helped me just see how industry artists record and just like the process and everything. So he kind of like got me up to speed with that and I was locking in with him. And I just like once I got down the, the foundation and the formula, you know, like you know, I can make beats on 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 the side and engineer and possibly get my beats placed. I just started going crazy, like just really locking in, and that's all I was doing every day, all day. So you kind of learned to engineer and make beats at the same time. See, I always had a passion for making beats. Like that was always my thing. Like I, I can make beats, but engineering was a money thing. Like yeah. you yes, know, when I'm right. young, I'm like shit. You can. I can make a hundred dollars in one week just recording niggas. And I know I'm I'm teaching myself how to do it. Like this was before like school and everything. I'm teaching yeah. myself how to like really see how waveforms look and know what clipping is. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, like just see how everything's supposed to work. Like I was cool with just the practice, but I was getting paid to practice. But I always had a passion for making beats. I was making beats before I was recording. So it's just it went hand in hand. See, that's hustling right there, and that's the part where you stop and rewind it. This man put himself in a position to pay to be paid to practice, man. For sure, that's hustling right there. You gotta there. find it. You gotta find your way. 
So with you being able to connect with some of the highest selling and most popular trap artists, it means your networking game is, is pretty lit, right? Uh, so you know okay. what you're doing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, how can you, if our listeners um, and, and those fellow producers out there, can you explain to them, how do you form those relationships with those artists? Are you mostly in the studio? Um, do you use the internet? Um, it, uh, the best way I can say is, is the studio. I'm not always in the studio. A lot of times it's, you know, like through social media, right? Like, mm-hmm. But I say at the core of it is, you know, genuine. Like even even with typing, even if I'm DMing somebody, I'm not just like, it's genuine. It's genuine conversation. It's mm-hmm. not like no weird, you know, conversation that somebody can ignore. So, I mean, mostly the studio is always best to be in the studio face to face and you can feel each other energies, but it's nothing wrong with the internet either though. So, for example, with the gunner shit, man, we all love him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, boy. Drip season one, drip season two, mm-hmm. right? Um, how did you get in touch with Gunner? How did y'all hook up? Well, me and Gunner from the same side. So, like, even before music, like, when he was still in the street, we'd see each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it just, we was just cool. We was just homies. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knew Shard. Him and Shard was super duper close. You know what I'm saying? And, when I came around Shad and it was like around him a lot more often, like that's kind of how we just milked in the bond. And still it was just like, we was homies. Like this was before he even was like moving around with Thug. He right. was just gonna, you know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, that's how that came about. And when he started moving around with Thug, of course, like, you know, just my relationships with like Wheezy and just Shad, Tip, you know what I'm saying? Everybody else, we just was running into each other. Yeah. Just like everywhere, like studio, we just running into each other. And I was coming up, he was coming up. So it just, it made sense. Like, I got beats, I can record, you can rap. You know what I'm saying? Let's just lock in and just start making sense. Mm. So you're basically right now the definition of a working producer, right? You sit in a place where a lot of our listeners aspire to be, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're in these studios right now in 2018, what does the artist need from the producer what does the artist need the producer to be? What skills does the producer need to bring into the room? Um, you definitely got to bring energy, but more than anything, you got to bring consistency. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, uh, even when Gunner just specifically don't want to rap, shit, I might go into a whole nother room and just make beats just because, you know, he chilling. He might come into the room and just hear the beat. Oh, man, that's crazy. Pull it up, and immediately that's the vibe. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You just set the vibe. But that at the core of that, that came from me being consistent, like, Okay, he not doing nothing or I'm not doing nothing. Let me go make a beat. Let me just yeah, see what I can come up with. Like, even when I don't want to do it, like, yeah. let me just see what I come up with. Like, you got to have that work ethic more than anything. Now, what about on the engineer side? What's like three things that as a recording engineer, artists really look for in you? Um, Being fast. Definitely being fast, being able to keep up to where it don't even feel like they're recording. You just feel like they just talking. You know what I'm saying? A vibe. Yeah. Just like how you might break out into a freestyle. That's how you you know you want to keep the artist comfortable. You know more than anything, I noticed that's something that a kill the vibe of the whole room. If the engineer just not fast enough and it's kind of fucking up the vibe, yeah. mad so, awkward breaks and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's that's mainly one. Um, I guess you can say um, appearance. You know that's something when you walk into the room, you don't want to be like a, a eyesore. You know what I'm saying? Like just. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, this is just the guy that's recording. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I say, you know, appearance, that, that's a lot. You can't really just come into a, a room full of players or a room full of just, you know, high-end artists just looking any type of way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, you, that might throw off a vibe. I done seen engineers have to leave because of that. Like, <laughs> you just, you just, 
I'm tired of looking at you. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, going off the vibe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And, um, That's the most savage shit we've been doing. This is like this is episode ten. This is oh, episode yeah. ten, and in yeah. ten episodes, that's the most savage shit I've heard. It's true. <laughs> it's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. So what's the third? What's the third thing? You see? Third, um, that an artist looks in with an engineer, right? Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I guess it have to be. Did I say work ethic yet? Nah. It has to be work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Like, and. Some of the like my best placements and some of like the biggest songs out right now was created probably ten in the morning, five mm-hmm. in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Weirdest time, three in the afternoon after you just did a twelve hour session the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so, like you gotta have that work ethic. Like it might feel like hey, I'm doing too much, but it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that somebody look forward to. Like if he ready to rap or if the artist ready to rap, it don't matter what time. Or a rap scene, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't matter what time. If they call you, you got to be ready. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just to to work, like regardless of whatever you got going on and however you feeling, you just got to suck it up and just you know it's gonna pay off in the long run. Mm. So you started on a <clears throat> Adobe Audition, right? Mm-hmm. And I could make an assumption, but what do you use right now? Pro Tools. Huh? To record? No, to make beats. I'm sorry. Oh no, nah, yeah, I started out on, on uh with beats. I started off on FL. Oh, you said okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. 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 So you you still use FL? Of course. And which version are you using right now? Right now I'm on I'm on ten. You're on ten. Yeah. Over twelve. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like, weird. Like it's weird. Like, you know what's weird? I think I have twelve. Right. Yeah. I'm still you know getting used to. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm coming over from reason. So it's like everybody said that for me. I open it up like, oh no, this is what it's supposed to look like. Um, do you use sound kits? <clears throat> yeah, I use sound kits. What yeah. kind of sound kits do you use? Um, right now I'm using my own, like just kind of the, of the sounds that I just found from different kits or just stuff that I didn't even record it myself. You know what I'm saying? That I just use mainly, but. Uh, other than that, I get all my sound kits from y'all, really. <laughs> I get them from producer ground, like, no cap, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I go on the website and just check out, or, or like, really, like, the people around me, like, my guy that, uh, my, my boy Ma, I know y'all know Ma, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that, like, he load up my computer and make sure, like, all my plugins and everything together, so, shit, I get, get them from him, or if I see somebody, y'all drop something new, I go and get it from y'all, like, just whatever, I don't really got no system. Appreciate that shout out, fam, man. Hell yeah. And that's a, like, I mean, I guess that's like a big deal because if, if I'm a producer sitting at home watching, right, and I'm trying to figure out, yo, what can I do to improve my sound? I got Turbo sitting right here. You know what I'm saying? His list is long, right? Mm-hmm. And he's sitting here telling you he go to producer grind for sounds, man. So it's one, okay. that makes us feel good because we do want to really help. Mm-hmm. But two, man, we trying to tell you out there, man, rock with us, man, for real, for real. You know for what real. I'm saying? It's no cap. You ain't going to find no better, just real exciting sounds, you know what I'm saying, unless you want to use. The same spins, 808, everybody else. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> More savagery. Hey, that spins, 808, still go hard, though. Man, what? The best one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. You still got to... Switch it up a yeah, little. Yeah, you have to. Of course, everybody in this room knows spins, 808, the, the best one. But you got to switch it up. You can't have his same sound. You got to. You did say you was going to keep it interesting. You the first person I actually heard say it like, out loud. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, why not? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I respect it though. For sure. No, I respect it for yeah. sure. For sure. Anyone specific with it, like most people wouldn't even like yeah. say like, "Yeah, I fuck with the spins 808." Everybody you know knows I mean? spins the big homie though. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's never no disrespect to anybody. You know what I'm saying? But shit, facts are facts. It's just niggas use the spins 808. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it is. So um, we 
uh, linked up with you at the Master of the Keys panel discussion at AU last night. And mm-hmm. so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that event and kind of what went down. Uh, shout out to uh, Tyra B. I, um, I went to Gunner little, um, he had like a meet and greet maybe like three or four months ago. And that's why I met with her and she was telling me that she was working on a producer panel. And we was busy, it was a lot going on, but um, she invited me to that. And I came out and it was like, way bigger than I expected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She was saying that some of the some of the students out there that's like into the music and stuff like that, they was requesting producers. And you know, my name was one of the ones that they really wanted to come out and just speak to. I guess I'm popping, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, hell yeah, bro. <laughs> look, look, you I got more excited about that than you did. Yeah, it's just I mean shit, man. I don't I just came out, you know what I'm saying? Like just with an open mind. Like I didn't really know I knew it was going to be questions, but I didn't really all the way know how it was going to go. You know what I'm saying? What type of stuff they asked you? Man, what what was one of the ones? What was the one you was just saying? Like, when when do you know know a beat is finished? finished, Yeah, like, they was asking, like, stuff that... You know, any other, any other, like, I guess, industry producer there, you, there's something you don't have to ask because you got enough confidence and you yeah. know it, but it's just like, just reassuring questions, something that they probably already knew, but they had to hear it from a certain person. One, one, one decent question I think somebody asked, like, yo, how do I, if I'm trying to DM you or something like that, or DM yeah. a, a star or something like that, what's the best way to stand out? Yeah. I thought that was a decent question. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's interesting when you're dealing with college students because, you know, I was telling Dylan I did a workshop at University of Illinois a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and there's no curriculum for making beats, right? Yeah. And so that's why when you end up in these spaces, you get the very low-level question, right? But mm. you still get that super high-level question because there's only one place for everybody to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's always interesting with that. Um, I want you to talk a little bit about um, the, the group of fellow producers you work with, the, the Playmakers, man. I just mm-hmm. wanted, to, wanted to know if you could talk about that, kind of who are the members and kind of what separates Turbo from, from that group. Okay. Um, well, the Playmakers, if, you, if, if I just really had to give it a definition, it's me and my brother, Young Jet. You know what I'm saying? The, the, them the producers of the Playmakers. But since we was young, I grew up with Jet. That's like my brother, like all the way. That's my brother, like... So when we grew up, we had our own little crews, you know what I'm saying, just growing up. So we started off as Boss Squad. And that was me, him, and mm-hmm. my other brother, too, Johnny, a few other just, like, gang members, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, we just we just tight with, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so it was kind of like a crew thing. Got older, Boss Squad, you know, that, you know, it came and went. And we went with the Playmakers. And that just became, like, you know, our production group and just something that we was working on. And it just started getting bigger, like, with the tag. Once we finally got the tag, it just, I was putting it on all my beats. And it just started getting, like, way bigger. Like, way bigger than, you know, ever expected. So as of right now, you know, musically, it's me and him, but it's still the game. You know, we still got a few just just everybody riding with us, period. You know what I'm saying? But production-wise, me and Jets, my brother. You a hard-working dude, ain't you? For sure. I can just tell. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just always doing something. One of the people that yeah. you can just tell, like, you don't know how to, like, stop. Like, it, it feels bad when I stop. It feels like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you, but, do you still like engineering? Do I still like it? Yeah. No. Hate it? I ain't going to say I hate it, you know, because it's a gift and a curse. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of the some of the best music that, especially, like, stuff y'all ain't heard yet, like, we're going to some of our best music, which we created because it's just me and him. There's nobody else. And, yeah. you know, we just make some incredible shit. But it wouldn't be able to happen if I didn't know how to engineer. Mm. So when you say you don't necessarily like engineering, you mean you don't like it overall? 
Like with Gunner, like if you knew, hey, I was just going to engineer Gunner, would you be okay with that? Of course. So is it more of like, because the way some people work, you don't like it? Or is it depending on who you're doing it? I don't, I don't want it to make it seem like I'm making a career out of engineering. Hmm. You see what I mean? Like, like and, and because I came in engineering, it's a lot of people that's used to me engineering. Hmm. They're not used to me just, I just want to play beats and, you know, let's make something. So, you know, that's kind of like where I'm at with it right now. Like, the people that I work with, that's that's who I work with. The people I record right now, that's who I record. You know, that's just, we've been doing that. So it's not really going to change. It don't even feel like work. Yeah. But if I was to have to come to a session and record, be like, I ain't really with all that. I don't want to do all that. Now, it, ain't, it doesn't have nothing to do with the <clears> artist, <throat> the process or nothing. It's just, I don't, I don't want to do that. You know, I want to produce and I want to elevate with that. And, you know, if I got an engineer, if I got to record, then cool, I'll record, you know, yeah. who I work with. But still, it's going to get to a point that might have to, you know, just calm down and stop. Yeah. But it's to the point where people can't just, someone like someone can't DM you and be like, yo, how much you charge an hour to? Nah. Yeah. It's over with. I'm just go ahead and put that out there right now. <laughs> stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about mixing though? Oh, uh, yeah. I still do a little mixing here and there, but, you know, it's getting to the point to where that's going to stop. I mix for my homies. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. People that, you know, I know they sound shit like that. And, yeah. you know, every once in a while, I might mix somebody that's like close. To me that that I got introduced to, you know, but that's very, very rare these days. How do you feel about somebody else mixing your record? Um, I'm open to it, but shit, you gotta be ready to do do it over. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be ready to improve it. Like mm. I'm never gonna just send my mix to, I mean, send my whatever song, beat, whatever to an engineer, let him mix them how he wanna mix it and just put it out. It's always gonna be three or four different final drafts. Mm. Yeah. Now as an engineer, as an engineer, um, you prefer like where the artist will sit with you during the mix and kind of like get or because like a lot of times like if you mix it for somebody it might mm -hmm. be four or five times it goes back and forth mm -hmm. and i'm saying it's like we could have just did this first time you're right but still like it's gonna it's, that's just something you got to accept you're gonna do it a few times you know especially with an artist that care about his music yeah. you know you, you just you got to accept it and i'm cool with that because you know i'm a hard worker so i understand it especially like with engineering people don't even know we we mixed DS3 four times. Yeah. The whole mixtape. Oh, wow. Four times. So it's like to see, damn, y'all getting on my nerves while, while we mixing this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and this is, this shit is annoying to where it's at now. It makes all the sense to take your time and, and just take your time. Mm. And shit, it don't matter how many times you do it till you get it right, just get it right. Mm. See, this is making me want to ask him about something. And I only, listen, I only say this. I'm about to ask it because I got to ask that shit because I'm sitting there looking at you and I can see how passionate and serious you are about your craft. Like sure. you really care about the music. You putting a lot of time and effort in this. You know what the fuck you doing, right? For sure. Did you see what Russ said? Yeah, I seen it, but who the fuck, what? So, like, you won't get none of my beats. <laughs> That's how you feel? Because shit, like, that was one of the main things that just Gunner specifically would, would glued us in. Every time I was in a room, like, this was like DS1, DS3 days. Every time I was in the room, he'll stop and be like, this is Turbo. He produced this song. Mm. This is how this song goes. Some, 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 some. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. I remember that. Oh, that's you? Oh, yeah. Like, he really made it a point to let people know who the producer was and what he did for, for him. Yeah, so, like, how can, you, how can you say that about a producer? Like... Whether you you beefing with somebody or whatever cap you got going on, how can you say that? You couldn't be who you are without the music. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so shit, if that's, he probably in his feelings. I don't know. I don't give a damn. I don't know him. It don't affect me. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm yeah. really working, it don't affect me. I got my own sound. Shout out to him, though. I seen um footage to for, uh, I think he did Coachella. Somebody like him. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. I ain't got no problems with him, but, you know, whatever. He's probably in his feelings. Niggas mm-hmm. be emotional. That's real shit. That's a real, real ass answer. I respect that shit, mm-hmm. man. All right, man. We're going to switch gears real quick, man. You know, we're going to move to our little segments we love to do, man. So first, we got overrated, underrated for you. So we're going to present five topics. <clears throat> you uh, are simply going to answer whether you think that is overrated or underrated. And okay. if you feel it uh, merits further exploration, we might ask you some follow-up questions. Okay. Are you ready? So we got Turbo in here with overrated, underrated. Overrated, underrated. Ball main. Did I even say that right? Yeah. I think I think gonna say but ball mine, he got a little accent. Ball mine. <laughs> I mean shit. Damn, do I have to give either one? It's gotta be either overrated or underrated. Overrated. Overrated. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Producers just the producers just they focus on what matters, man. Producer engineers focus on what matters, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, overrated, underrated. Gross beat. <laughs> that's a hard one. That's a hard one. <laughs> I say underrated. Yeah, niggas don't mm. even understand how much gross beat does to a beat. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's if it's properly used, man, that shit, or make a beat for real. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you mess around with that halftime shit yet? You seen that? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay out of that. I'm gonna stay out of that. That's one of the ones, right? I'm gonna, I ain't even gonna talk about mm. that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, <laughs> that, that means if you're listening right now, dig all into the halftime. There's <laughs> something there he don't want you to find. <laughs> um, overrated, underrated. Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't add. Do you smoke? Of course. Okay. Overrated, <laughs> underrated. And not everybody smokes. Gelato. Underrated. Underrated? Yeah. Actually, I, I want to know why you say that. I mean, it just became a thing. I, you know, especially with me, like coming from where I, where I come from, like I know a lot of just dealers and shit like that. I remember when Gelato was sitting next to the trash can because it stink, and everybody was like on the OG wave. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so you know, it's cool, it's cool weed, exotic, and all that. But you know, it's underrated. I'm still on the OG wave. That's still my favorite shit. Yeah. You just talking about that uh, the Cali OG? What about it? <laughs> oh, oh, how, how they tax out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they tax out in dispensaries. Um, overrated, underrated. Uber. Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I be getting that Uber. This shit be stinking. Yo, they do be uh, stink sometimes. Like, y'all need to interview y'all drivers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> before y'all do all that, man, because Uber is like they the commercials be like they riding around in the fucking. 2020 Audi. <laughs> 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 this shit look nice and good leather than you gonna get in a goddamn Pontiac <laughs> with fucking smoke holes, cigarette holes in smell the like back. Wet dog. <laughs> shit smell like ass. Shit be crazy. Yeah. My, my, Atlanta, my Atlanta Uber's been straight, but the, the lifts be funky, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Some about the lifts and the A. <laughs> I, the I, use, I mean, I ain't against Uber, but I use Lyft though. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. That's what it is. All right, last one, overrated, underrated. MIDI controllers. Oh, underrated. I say it's underrated. All right, so I want to follow with that one. And so the reason I, I chose that one is because I know, you know, you're an FL producer, right? Mm-hmm. And I've watched so many FL guys just sit down, no MIDI controller. Mm-hmm. Dylan does that. He did the route there earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I want to ask that question. But why do you say underrated? Um, Because, I mean, you, 
I, I love you and I cook up with, with no MIDI board, you know, from time to time, but the times that I have had like just MIDI controllers, I get a whole new crazier sound. Mm. And it might be at, on accident just because, you know, on the keyboard, you only got so many notes that you can play, you know, with the actual controller, you got the whole whatever key it is. So yeah. it's like, I might just be fucking around and just, you know what I'm saying, touch something that I couldn't touch on the keyboard. So and, you yeah. play a little bit? Yeah, yeah, okay. a little bit, yeah. That's what it is. And that was overrated, underrated <laughs> with Turbo, man. I like that, man. Dropping so, a little bit of jewels and overrated, underrated. With with the artists you work with, like, you ever, like, had a song y'all made and you kind of played it out with your, within yourselves? Like, you play it and you're just like, man, this shit old. I don't fuck with it no more, kind of. It's old. Like, so say you made a song with Gunner, right? Mm -hmm. And y'all listening to it for, like, a month or two before, like, you mm -hmm. know, before you drop it or whatever. Does it ever get to the point where it's like, oh, I don't even fuck with that record like that? No yeah, more. all the time. Y'all still drop it or y'all? Um... Uh, at, with certain artists, like it had, I, I we have dropped like shot. You know, it might be something that we just play over, over, and over, over again. But that's just us. You know, we yeah. played it out right. and we playing it so much because it's a good song. It just got old to us because you know we record every day, so it just mm -hmm. it, it might just get old. You know what I'm saying? But shit, like when it dropped, somebody else gonna play it over and over and over again the same way because it's still a new great year. song. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not even new. It's a good song. Mm -hmm. It's just shit. You know, we we done heard it two million times, so I don't really want to hear it again. But what makes a dope trap record? A dope trap record. Um, man, definitely the drums. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta give it to the to the drums. Like that's 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 what glue a whole trap record in and bring it to either a trap record or anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like if you got trap drum, you could put trap drums on on a pop. Melody, mm. yeah, and then make it trap. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's definitely what glue, glue it in for sure. So, so with you, I've heard multiple people be like, "Yo, how Turbo be getting his kicks to sound like that? Like nobody kicks hit harder Man, than Turbo." Shit, it's a secret. That's why Turbo is Turbo. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't really, I can't get that out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I can't, I can't really do all that. But I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess I got my sound with the drums just off of feeling, and you know, cooking up, especially like young. I was always like, I don't, I don't want to do some shit that somebody else did. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like that was my main thing. And when I found that, I just worked the hell out of it. So like, it's nothing wrong with tight beats and you know stuff like that. It's just I was never into getting in somebody else's lane. I always knew I wanted to make my own lane. So like that's kind of how I found my drums. Like, and I just worked on it. I just perfected it. My drums wasn't always hitting. Like, the shit was at a point in time trash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I just got better at it. Like, and I don't even really know it's a formula. Like, I just got better. Like, I don't know. That's what it is. So what's the what's the what's the number one way to get better, you think? Consistency. And but what else though? What's happening? Consistency doing what? Consistency at whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I know shit, I know where producer grind came from. You know what I'm saying? Like before it was even an office, but right. I know y'all had crazy work ethic. So like it's it's no real secret to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I was saying at the panel. Like, shit, if you do something every day, you're gonna get better at you it. Have to, you know what I'm saying? It's you you have no choice. It's no, it's no way that I can tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's gonna be you're gonna find your own little well, you know what I'm saying, your own little niche, you're gonna find your own way. Like I record different than maybe JB record. You know what I'm saying? Like, might make beats maybe different than Metro, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. That's my way of making beats, and that's his way of making beats. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
it's it's just you know its own niche. But for me, especially to get my niche, I did it every day. I was like, damn, okay, damn, I ain't mean to do that, but that was hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let me, I'm do that tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I'm do that the next day, and it just became my thing. You do something for thirty days, you. That's you. You done started a whole new process. You if, know what I'm saying? if it's hard to be consistent for you, you think it's just not your lane. If you got to force yourself, it's to not do your system. passion. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of people, and that that go back to the engineering thing. I'm not passionate about engineering. You know what I'm saying? I know how to do it, but I'm passionate about making beats. You know what I'm saying? And just making something out of nothing. So that's kind of like why I don't like doing it. If you can't do something every day, you're probably just not passionate about it. You're probably just doing it just. I don't know, because you see somebody else doing it or you want to do it or you might kind of want to do it, but you don't know if you want to get into it. You know what I'm saying? Like The first day I made a beat, I found a program. I've been doing it every day ever since, like every single day. And it's just not purposely. It's just, damn, I want to go do what I like to do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> That's what it is, man. All right, Turbo. Um, <clears throat> next, we wanted to do our um fact. So um, this is our own factor where you have 30 seconds. You must take up the entire 30 second time while talking about a topic that we provide you without stopping saying um or ah. So here's your topic. You're going to have 30 seconds in the um factor to describe the drip. We have Turbo the Great in the um factor. Turbo has 30 seconds to describe the drip. Turbo, are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Go. The drip is your persona. It's yourself. It's it's what you put on. You know, it's not just your clothing. It's not the type of shoes you wear. It's your persona. I could put on a Hanes t-shirt and some some Brett Favre pants and some socks and some sandals. And I'm dripping because I feel like I'm dripping. It's my persona. It's how I feel. It's what I do. So it's no real definition for it. Just is what it One. is. And I ain't said oh, Good job, Turbo. <laughs> Turbo passed the um factor. And somebody yeah. out there really appreciated it because they didn't know what the drip was until you just yeah, told them. Definition. Put me in Wikipedia <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> so your list of credits is long, man. And anybody that's really doing it um, in trap right now, you pretty much work with, right? So who have you not had a chance to work with that you still want to work with? Um, I definitely want to work with Future. I, um... Did you do any engineering? No, nah, I, ne- I, I never even did no engineering for him. I done been to the studio with him plenty of times and just like, just from the people that I'm around. But, um, you know, I never, we never just locked in on nothing. So I definitely want to work with Future. Um, Gucci, I never did anything with Gucci. You got to work with the trap. That's what's up. Like, so I definitely want to do something with Gucci. Nipsey. Tweet Gucci here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he might have a million dollars for me. It's not like, that. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Guwap. Um, Nip, I want to work with Nip. I, yeah. I was actually in the studio, um, probably like a couple weeks ago, fucking with my nigga Hoggy. That's like, uh, that's Nipsey's brother. So we yeah. was just chilling though. We was just smoking and shit. He was recording with uh, somebody else. I was just kicking it. But I, I definitely want to uh, work with him, lock in with him on some shit. And like just different people, like Bryson Tiller, you know what I'm saying? Scissor. <coughs> I want to do something with Scissor, you know what I'm saying? Just to see, like, she just seemed like a cool person. Like, just people that's just genuine. I wanted to work with Bankroll, R.P. Bankroll. Like, mm. I definitely want, I, I listen, I still listen to all his shit. Um, Turbo and Sizzle would be hard, bro. It'd be hard, right? That would be so hard, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool. I want to do something with her. She cool. Um, 
you know, everybody else that that's just creative, J. Cole's and uh, Drake's and Kanye's and shit. But, you know, I know that's going to take a little time, but, you know, it's on the list. You think you're a producer that um will stay the independent route or are you interested in, you know, maybe signing with a with a label? I'm stay independent. Shit, look look at the way music going. Like, why would I? It's nothing, it's nothing wrong with it if they got a big enough check and and the the it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But just because it's a major label and you sending me some paperwork or you want to talk about some business doesn't mean I'm finna sign. You know, I kinda got like my foundation with my business and just with the playmakers and just you know, everything, you know what I'm saying? I, I got a foundation right now and it's working. So, you know, I don't really need too much, I wouldn't say guidance, but help on, on that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That a, a label would. You, you've been approached? Uh, a few times, yeah, a few people. Hmm, interesting. So what can we look forward to hearing from you in 2018? Um, man, psh, bigger music, just a, a very wide variety of sound, you know what I'm saying? Like. Different artists, just I mean, way bigger shit. I want to be doing like in 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 this year and the years coming up, just shit that I never thought of, and I'm open to it. You know what I'm saying? I can't even really give you a, a cut dry answer. You know what I'm saying? To something bigger than what I'm doing now. That's what it is, man. Um, I always I'm always interested in people who are open to whatever, because so, you never know what doors are gonna open. Exactly. When you just are okay with, you know, I, I personally, I had to be okay with not getting a placement for a little while. Sure. And, and I'm doing this and I get to sit next to you and learn all this cool shit. You sure. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when people are open to whatever, man, that's really when your blessings happen. So Because you never know where it's going to come from. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm going to put that out there to everybody. Like, never just turn down something just because of some cap shit that you just think of. You know what I'm saying? Like, e- even if it's something that you might not like, like, to to get to the next place, you got to get out your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I knew that when I was young, like shit, I don't like talking. I don't like doing shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I had to get out my comfort zone. And when I started doing it more, I was like, damn, that shit cool. You know what I'm saying? Like these people really just like me. Like we just really talking like as if, if we was talking without the mics. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. it's like you gotta you gotta be open to new things and shit. You just gotta try it. See how it go. How do you how do you know the difference between if uh? If it's just like you stepping out of your comfort zone or if it's your gut feeling telling you not to do it? Shit, a gut feeling is a gut feeling. I still go with my gut feeling. Like if if something is just telling me, they don't sound right. You know what I'm saying? They don't feel right. Mm. And I go off a of feeling with everything I do, like even mm. with relationships and just, you know, people that I come across. If it don't feel right, if it ain't genuine, then shit, I don't care. I'm not around. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really interested in it. So a gut feeling is a gut feeling. Like you don't know where it come from. It's just shit your gut feeling. So... You know, I still go off that to this day. But shit, um, you gonna know when you out your comfort zone. Yeah. Everybody know that. Like what I'll go ahead. I was gonna say what no, go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I had one more quick because you're talking about gut feeling. Is is something that came up earlier that I thought about and didn't ask you. Do you know when a song is a hit? That's another thing about feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like just specifically for sold out dates. Shit, I, I felt like, damn, this is a hard ass song. You know what I'm saying? Like when you just well, you're not doing nothing but listening. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, damn, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like every other, just like big, my big placement, or even just like I don't. I, I was sitting in there when they recorded um, We Ball, Thug and, and Me. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in the studio, and I damn near didn't want to leave the studio. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, cause I was like, it was just a crazy vibe. It was like, damn, like I know this finna be big. Like, just 
it's just a feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what music is. It's how you make you feel, how it make you get through your week, your day, you know what I'm saying? Just that point in time, like it's a feeling. So that's how I gauge like hits, you know what I'm saying? Like and stuff like that. Like how it make me feel. Like can I listen to this a million times? Can it bring me back to a certain part of my life? Like that's that's how that shit is. Like that's what make a hit, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So if it don't, if it don't feel like that, then cool, we're gonna go to the next one. It's just, you know, it might just be a song. Mm. But you know, a hit, like it's a feeling. You're gonna know it. Uh <clears throat> switch it up. What's the what's the first, you know, couple of things you do when you wake up? You know, what's the first hour of your day look like? Mm. Truthfully, these days when I wake up is at the weirdest times, because I go to sleep at the weirdest times. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I don't even really have a set schedule. When I wake up, the first thing I'm doing is checking my phone to see how many missed calls and who done called me, you know what I'm saying? Just to make sure I ain't missed out on no business or something like that. But once I get through doing all that, um, I probably just get up, you know what I'm saying? Just stretch, open I open, the, open up the blinds, shit like that. Just look outside, see how it's looking. Walk around the spot, just chill. I might just get on Instagram, take a shower, and I'm out the door. It's just simple as that. Before you go to the studio, you know what kind of, what kind of things you do during the day. Everything I just said. Just that stuff. Then you're on the way to the studio. Then I'm going to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I can dig that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um, last thing before we get you up out of here, man. Uh, can you tell us where we can find you on social media? Oh yeah, follow all that shit because that shit mean a lot. Turbo the Great on Instagram, one Turbo the Great on um on Twitter, got SoundCloud Turbo the Great. Um, I think my URL is like Turbo the Great four nine. Uh, I got www.turbotogreat.com. I got that. You can check me out on there. Um, oh yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. You got a beat selling website now, right? Yeah, I got I got one. But I don't, I don't got no music uploaded on it. Oh, you don't have no beats yeah, on it? Yeah, not right now. Gotcha. Yeah, so I'm still I, trying to figure out how I want to. I do want to say this. I'm glad you did that. Because yeah. people come on the show all the time, right? Yeah. And it's my job to go research them. Mm-hmm. And then lo and behold, I figure out that all the information is scattered and not necessarily accurate. You had everything boiled into one place right. and all the information was accurate because right. it was Turbo the Great's website. Yeah, exactly. That's mm-hmm. huge, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. if, you're, if you're a producer out there. Branding, branding. You know what I'm saying? And it's... it's you know, it's no right or wrong to this shit. It's however you want to do it. I just knew, you know what I'm saying, the people that I was coming up around, like, just like TMs and just caches. I seen y'all had caches up here. Wheezy. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, it was certain shit that they was doing leading up to getting where they at now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That I was just like, okay, I got to, boom, notes, 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 notes. What are some of those things if you could share some of them? Yeah. Shit, just, just that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I Google everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. just about business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always, people threw out split sheets, but when I was young, I was scared of them. You know? Like, what the hell? Split sheet, oh, back up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, but it's like, shit, it's just splitting the music. It's so just you do that during the session? You be doing it? No, nah, not, not during the session. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, you know, when 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 music come out, it's it's, it's no real right way or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but, you know, a, a few times I done did it after the music done came out. You know, I done did it before the music done came out. Like, it just depends on however, whatever artist decides to take care of the business. You know what I'm saying? But you have to get the business taken care of at some point. So what about branding? You said you learned some stuff uh from those guys about branding. Oh uh, yeah, just like how they move, you know what I'm saying? And like um, <clears throat> you know, how they set up like their Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Like this type of stuff that they would tweet, the, the way they set up their their SoundClouds. Like before I could even just afford to have a, a up and running website, I had a SoundCloud. Every time something came out, 
uh, up, uploaded on my SoundCloud. You know, whatever, 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 produced by or engineered by. I was doing that too, like engineered by Turbo, um, just to let people know what was going on. Mm. I had me a nice, long cap bio, you know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> who I worked with, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like who I was working with at the time, yeah. just so, you know, I wouldn't forget uh, just, you know, just letting people know, just bringing awareness. Like you, you got to brand yourself. And I know some producers, they like to kick it in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's some producers I walked in the studio and never heard of them in my life, but they got the craziest sound. You know what I'm saying? Like, the craziest music. And that certain artist might just like them. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's however you want to go with it. You can be like the the metros and the south sides, or you can be like the, you know what I'm saying, whoever else y'all might not know that's going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There it is, man. You done dropped a whole lot of game today, bro. For sure. It's a great interview, man. We appreciate you coming on the show. For sure. I appreciate y'all. Most deaf, ladies and gentlemen, Turbo the Great, man. Appreciate you, family. Appreciate you, bro. Hell yeah. Appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode of the Producer Grind Podcast. Look forward to next week. Peace.